Welcome to Activate with Pastor Christian Newsom, a podcast of Journey Church International. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. My name is Brandon, and today I will be having a discussion with Pastor Christian about a recent message from our new series, Broken, Breaking the Cycle of Living Spent. Pastor Christian, thank you for taking the time to record this incredible resource each week. And, and let's just jump right into um, our discussion today. Your, your message this week launched a brand new series where we're going to be talking a lot about money. Why, why is it so important that we as a church on Sunday and in our small groups throughout the week talk about money? Well, here's the deal. You know, a lot of people will say, and I said this in my message, um, you know, what, what does church have to do with money? What does God have to do with money? Shouldn't those things remain separate? Um, and as I said on Sunday, you know, if you've, if you've ever prayed that God will help you sell a house, if you've ever prayed, um, that you'll get a job, you've already mixed God and money. Um, and, and here's the deal with this series. Uh, we don't want your money. Uh, we actually want you to have more of your money. Uh, and the genesis of this series wasn't recent so it was really last fall. Uh, but, but one of the byproducts of why I'm so glad we're doing this series uh, at the very end of our Death by Distraction series, we gave people a survey um, asking them to kind of rank their spiritual responsibilities, their spiritual priority responsibilities, and one of those was their job. I think it, I think it was number five, um, your your work and your effort and your best results in your job. And and we had dozens and dozens and dozens of people that took that, and I was shocked at the amount of people that gave their jobs a C minus or lower, just totally unhappy in their job, in their career. And I can't tell you how many people I ask this question. Hey, if money wasn't a factor, would you change careers? How many would say absolutely yes in a heartbeat, but money is a factor. Um, you know, we, we can't really do life without money. So this, this series kind of has, you know, two titles, right? Broke, but then you look in parentheses and that word turns into broken. I believe there's a lot of people who are broken, because they're struggling financially. So we say we want to break the cycle of living spent. Uh, we started out this year with a message called out of breath. A lot of people simply are out of breath because they are chasing their jobs because they're not managing money the way the Bible says to manage money. And the Bible has a lot to say about money. Less than half of what the Bible says about money is about giving money. Normally, the church only talks about money when they talk about giving. So this is not a series about giving. We're not asking people to give. We're just talking to people about how to manage their money. It would be like going in to get a physical and having everything but your heart checked. You know, if a church will teach you about marriage God's way, and if a church will teach you about parenting God's way, and if a church will teach you about how to deal with stress God's way, uh, if a church will really teach you how to live life God's way, but not talk about money, they're missing something really, really important in your journey. Um, and it may be the key to your contentment, learning how to manage money at a very, very early age so that, so that you don't live as a servant to money, but you live as a servant to God, really with the freedom to pursue the things that are spiritual priorities, spiritual responsibilities, and bring not only a full life, but a fulfilling life. Pastor Christian, there's one thing I've heard people say more more times than not, especially during money series, is, boy, I wish I would have learned this sooner. Right. Sooner. I, and I'm thankful my kids get to hear this and 
But that's one question I hear all the time. Part of this series, uh, the urgency for this series, uh, we did at the end of last year a fearless 90-day generosity challenge. And as a part of that, we offered, hey, you know, give, give more, tithe, tithe consistently. But one of those was if you can't give it all, if you are broke, ask for help. Uh, And we had more than a dozen families that said, I need financial help, that went to a financial class. We had hundreds of other people who said, I'd love to give. My heart is generous. My bank account is empty. Um, I just, I haven't managed my money in a way that allows me to give like God wants me to. So we think if we can really help people manage their money, not give, but manage their money, they'll be able to live life the way God has intended them to live life. Pastor Christian, you used a passage in Galatians. It's actually Galatians chapter six, verses seven and eight. And I want to read it. It says, do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. Whoever sows to please their flesh from the flesh will reap destruction. Whoever sows to please the spirit from the spirit will reap eternal life. Uh, Within this passage, you talk about the law of the harvest. Why, Why is it so important for us to understand the law of the harvest? Because financially, things move like the harvest season moves. And here's what I mean by that. Um, If you go talk to a farmer who has planted his field the exact same day, um, if you go talk to a farmer who has planted his field the day after he planted his field and talk to a farmer who out of laziness didn't plant his field the day after he should have planted his field, both of them are at the exact same place. The law of the harvest basically says what you do now, you'll reap later, but maybe like maybe much later. So there's a delay between our actions and the consequences of those actions, which could mean this. If I'm sowing good, you know, if I'm if I'm being generous, if I'm saving, if I'm staying out of debt, if I have a great budget, none of those things may result tomorrow in financial success or, or like a huge windfall, right? Like I can give my 10% for years and never see the next Sunday the blessing. And if I don't believe in the law of the harvest, I can think, you know what? I sowed. And the next day there wasn't a plant, so I quit. So it can discourage someone who's sowing well if they don't learn patience. At the same time, it can encourage somebody who's sowing poorly because they never see their consequences build up. Um, And what happens is normally after years of bad financial management, one day the harvest comes and it's heavy um, and it's bad and it's almost unbearable. And what happens is most people begin having bad financial practices in high school and in college and as young marrieds, they're making more than they've ever spent. They're spending more than they've ever, they're making more than they've ever made, spending more um, than they've ever um, spent, spending more than they currently make, but able to manage kind of those minimum payments. And then one day they look up and the law of the harvest has happened. You have reaped what you have sown and you look up and you're 40 years old and you got a couple teenagers and you're actually making more than you've ever made before. You're about 20 years from retirement, but you have less than you have ever had because the crop of all your bad financial management has now hit the tens of thousands of dollars in student bill, the tens of thousands of dollars in car loans, the upside down mortgages, uh, the consumer debt on furniture that you now own. You find yourself making as much as you've ever made and having as little as you've ever had. Why? Because of the law of the harvest. You didn't really mess up today. You've been messing up for the last 10 or 20 years because not because you violated biblical principles as much as maybe you didn't know them, 
So now we get to stop and begin practicing them. And for those who are practicing them, 25, I'm 30, I'm saving, I'm giving, I'm budgeting. But it seems like my friends all have more than I do. Just keep sowing well, because all the harvest is one day you're going to reap a crop, and it's going to be a great crop if you've sown well. So good. Um, In your message, uh, Pastor Christian, you stated this, God doesn't want our money. But then you said, we need to surrender all of our stuff. And I thought about that for a moment. Can you explain the contradiction? Yeah, God doesn't want your money, but he needs you to surrender it. How how does that work? Jesus told a parable about a man um, who was digging around in a field and he found a pearl of great price. So he went and he buried the pearl and he bought the field. He didn't want the field. He wanted the pearl in the field, but the pearl was right in the middle of the field. Jesus doesn't want your money. He wants your heart. But what we studied in scripture is Jesus says, where your treasure is, there your heart is also. So Jesus said, I don't want your money. I want your heart, but your heart is buried in your treasure. So I'm going to, I'm going to need your treasure. Not because I want it, not because I need it. Um, but the thing that's most important to me is buried inside your treasure, your heart. So I'm going to need all of the treasure in order to have your heart. And then, um, I can begin redistributing the treasure back to you so you can use it, but with a contentment, uh, and a value and a security placed in me and not that treasure. So our challenge this week is to spy on our money. In fact, our message title was, I spy with my little eye, um, it's this idea that we need to know where every dollar goes and to write it down and to discuss it. So, so how will this help anybody this week? Why, why will that help us? Well, so what we don't spy with our little eye enough of is green, right? Like none of us, none of us spy with our me. little eye enough, enough money. None of us or few of us are really just swimming in what we would consider extra, even though when you travel to third world countries, you, you realize Americans have more extra than anyone else has. I mean, you, if you've got a roof over your head and you've got food, you've got all you need. Everything else is extra. We have a lot of extra. Uh, why, why, is, why is it important to keep an eye on your spending? Uh, most of the people that we talk to, whether it's people who say, uh, I'm, I'm really unhappy at my job, whether it's people who have stress in their marriage, uh, whether it's people who are chasing their kids around, uh, playing sports, and it's it's um, surprising how many of those, when you get down to the heart of it, they're hoping their kids might get a college scholarship um, because it's th- there's some financial tie to that value. When you get down to the heart of so many matters, a lot of discussions are about the lack that's left over at the end. So instead of talking about what you don't have, begin to look at what you're spending and, and what you're spending that on. You say, well, I get a bank statement. I can see that at the end of every month. Uh, I'm not talking about evaluating it at the end. I'm talking about evaluating it as you go and discussing it as you go. Uh, too often, uh, w- we have so much to discuss, we, d- we, don't even, we don't even have time to discuss it all. So I think if we can just begin every day, to know where our money's going. I quoted Andy Stanley in my, in, in my message. You, uh, you need to be knowing where your money's going. Um, I think if every day you're able to see where your money's going, you'll get a really good picture of your heart. Uh, you know, you can put your fingers to your neck and you can check your pulse. Uh, you can put your hand over your heart when you pledge and you might be able to check your pulse. Uh, you can get 
an x-ray. You can look at a book, um, but then you can get like a really detailed echocardiogram that shows you the very inside of your heart. What watching your giving does is it shows your heart. It just shows Jesus is where your treasure is, there your heart is. So if we can help people learn to just be super aware of money, I, I think the first step of managing spiritually well is just being aware of where your money's going and having discussions about that, not having arguments, but just discussions. What did you spend? What did I spend? Because a lot of times in a household like mine, you've got four people spending money. And you don't figure it out to the end of the month where it all is. And sometimes somebody has spent too much. Some buddies have spent too much. Everybody has spent too much. One person has lived feeling tight all month and stressed because they know the other person's spending too much. This just begins to have a partnership of very intentional financial management. So it's just the very first step every day to say, uh, wow, look who spends all our money or look where we spend all our money or look what we spend our money on. It just begins to bring a daily awareness to something Jesus says is very important for us spiritually. Again, why are we talking about money? Because Jesus says you need to know who you're serving. You need to make sure you're not serving money. Um, and Jesus says your heart is really important. And your money shows me where your heart is. This is going to be another powerful series. So thank you for bringing it to the church and to this podcast. And uh, would you mind just take a brief moment, give us a sneak peek of what's coming up next in the series? Yeah, so we're going to talk more on principles. I mean, in a, in a month, you really can't give that much detail to really work somebody through a financial plan. We're going to be offering a financial planning class uh, for people who need help. We're going to try to do kind of a one-day session that people can come in maybe on a, a long Friday night or a, a, an all-day Saturday. We're also going to have a class that meets over a series of several weeks because a lot of people are going to say, okay, you've got my attention now, and, and I, need, I need some help. The law of the harvest is true. Um, you know, I'm, I'm pretty conservative now, but my 20s are catching up with me. My 30s are catching up with me. My first marriage has crippled me. Uh, my child in college, I don't have a plan. So they need help. So we're going to talk a lot about principles, uh, but we're going to talk about how much money's connected to the heart. We're going to talk about contentment going forward um, and how we can measure contentment a lot of times through debt. And we're going to talk about how to manage contentment. Um, by just being aware of and looking at debt. We're going to look at a biblical word called stewardship, and we're going to look at some budgets of how the Bible says uh, there are wise ways to budget uh, and be aware not not only of where your money's going, but you know where percentages should go. Um, you know, and, and we're going to look as we get near the very, very end of the series, um, we're just we're going to see how managing your money can allow you to manage your life and managing your life can allow you to be very intentional about your time with Jesus, your time with family and your time with spiritual family. Uh, we want to get we want to look up at the end of every week and not be serving our house or our car, not be living for the clothes in our closet, uh, but be living for Jesus and our family and our, and our spiritual community. And this fits well with our series theme of times of refreshment. If we're not constantly absorbed and thinking about our finances um, from a negative perspective, this really helps with that, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And, and here's the deal. You, so we sat in this room that we're recording this podcast right now. Uh, we sat in here in September and October uh, as a directional leadership team at our church. And we looked at last year's theme, Fully Alive, uh, and we looked at what was keeping people from living fully alive. And we said, you know, what, like, what do we need to provide? As a church, what spiritual direction do we need to provide? We know people are passionate about Jesus. Why are they not connecting the dots and living in the times of refreshment that being with Jesus brings? 
And we just started talking through some families that we know, some small groups that we know. We said, you know, people are distracted. People are so busy. The calendar overwhelms them. Uh, We knew that finances was something that people had to get under control and they had to manage intentionally. Later in April, we'll be looking at a series called My Dysfunctional Family. uh, And we'll just look at how, you know, broken relationships uh, cause people from really experiencing times of refreshing. So, yes, every month this year is is spiritual truth that is aimed at kind of relieving the pressure of your life. It's spiritual truth that is aimed to give you a cup of cold water that spiritually is refreshing. And I think this month will be one of the biggest, especially for those people who would answer this question, uh, if it if it didn't have anything to do with money, would you change your career? The people who would say yes to that need to learn to manage in a way that they can live super intentionally into what God's called them to do. And this, ser- this series may help be the start of that. Thanks for listening to the podcast, and we hope our conversation has been helpful to you. If there is ever anything we can do to help you in any way, or if we can answer any more of your questions, send us an email to activate at takethejourney.cc, and we'll follow up with you or even perhaps answer your question in our next podcast. We'll catch you next time on the Activate Podcast, where we challenge you to build a faith that is active. Thank you for listening to Activate with Pastor Christian Newsom, a podcast of Journey Church International. If you are ever in the Kansas City area, we would love for you to join us for one of our Sunday worship experiences. You can find out more information about JCI on our website at takethejourney.cc. Also, if you have enjoyed this podcast, help us get the word out and show your support by subscribing, rating, and reviewing on iTunes or Google Play. Please share this episode with all your friends on social media. Thanks again for listening, and we will catch you next time on the Activate Podcast.